Heidi ho, friends and neighbors, listeners. Where did that come from? Heidi ho? What the fuck's the matter with me? <laughs> oh my god. It is Thursday, April 7th. Um, it is gross outside. And we are uh, about, well, shit. I'm less than 48 hours away from race day. Uh, yeah. Leave tomorrow morning for... The big state of Indiana. I haven't been in, in in Indiana in a long time. I'm kind of excited to go. So, excuse me. I just finished my salad with, uh, have you ever had the cherry smoked ham from Fairway? That shit is so good. And I'm telling you, if you haven't gone to the brick kitchen yet to get your pineapple habanero vinaigrette, go. I'm just saying. I happen to talk about this like every day, I swear. I like share that with everybody. I did even a live in my group, and I was like, you guys, this is so good. Pineapple, habanero, vinegar, or vinaigrette. I don't even know how to what it is. It's a it's like an infused vinegar or some stuff. And then the blood orange oil. That's where it's at. I'm just saying, that's where it's at. So anyways, uh, I was just, I had a thought. <laughs> that should scare you. <laughs> That should scare your fucking pants off. Aaron had a thought. Oh my God, the world's crashing to an end. Um, I watched a video. I follow Chad Wright. Chad Wright is a guy. Um, he's from Georgia. He's an ex-Navy SEAL. He's an ultra runner. Um, he's kind of a raggedy looking dude with a big long beard. And like somebody you would, you would look at him and you would think, wow, that dude's from the South. He is. He is from the South. He's fucking proud of it. Um, he's pretty badass. He, um, I saw a video of him speaking on stage and he is, okay, he's an ultra runner. Do you understand what an ultra runner is? If you don't, you guys think I'm fucking crazy. Like these are, we're talking like hundred mile races and stuff like that. And he does them in the woods. Uh, he has a podcast it's called three of seven, like the number three of seven podcast. And, um, he also does like training events down at his place down in Georgia, which I think would be really cool to go do someday. Um, I think it'd be pretty awesome. Anyways, I saw this video and this has been a little while back and something just finally punched me in the brain today with it. He was on stage. He was talking about, I don't even remember what he was talking about. It doesn't matter. Um, basically he's, he's very down to earth, very salt of the earth. Um, very extreme, do your, do your thing, do your own thing, take responsibility for yourself and like the utmost level. Um, very pro-American patriot. He's a rad dude. So I remember reading the comments and people were like talking shit about like, put some pants on, man, put some pants on. We might be able to take you seriously if you had some pants on. And I'm like, his message that he gave that day, I wish I could remember what it was because it was really good. Um, I can still feel it, but I can't remember it. It was like, it kind of pissed me off because that's all you, that's all, that's all you get from that is like, put some pants on, man. Like we'd take you seriously if you like looked like a reputable person. What the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? Like you're judging the content of somebody's character by the clothes they're wearing? Bruh, come on, the fuck. 
He had a pair of running shorts on, you know, like the silkies running shorts, like the short running shorts. You see runners wear them all the time and like a flannel shirt. And his flannel shirt was not tucked into his shorts because that would be fucking dumb, but whatever. So it kind of hung down long. You could clearly see he had a pair of shorts on underneath, but they're like short shorts, like, you know, the basketball shorts they used to wear like in the seventies, like that, like that. I mean, I know you guys know what I'm talking about. But anyways, like all these comments, and I mean, there were a ton of them talking about, like, put some pants on, put some pants on. And it got me thinking today, like, how often do we do that? How often do we negate the content and character of somebody's message and somebody's knowledge by what we see on the outside? That's pretty fucking trivial shit. Just saying. Um, that's pretty small-minded, don't you think? Like, that's pretty pathetic. And it made me kind of think a little bit more, like, why do we do that? Why do we do that? Like, you discount somebody, the value, the worth of somebody by what you see. Right? Because we are visual beings. We have eyeballs in our heads. And that is like one of the first senses we use is our sight. We judge people and, and not like necessarily in a bad way. I don't mean that like we're all just a bunch of judgy assholes, but there are a lot of people that are a bunch of judgy assholes. So I'm not like saying that that's not the case either. But like, think about it. When you first meet somebody, you have an instant reaction. Okay. That's making some sort of a judgment. Judgment doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. Okay, that word gets twisted a lot. Welcome to the ever-evolving, um, very malleable English language, which we all know. And we wonder why our kids have such a hard time learning how to read and write English. The fuck? Anyways, you, you, you create something in your head, just like... When you talk to somebody on the phone, you have a mental picture of them. It's just a natural thing we do. And we as humans are visual beings, unless you're blind. If you're blind, then this has no bearing on you because you can't see. And that's, <clears throat> that's neither here nor there. So that's just dismissed from this equation. I mean, you probably, your other senses are heightened, so I'm guessing that you probably make some sort of um, decisions or evaluations based on what you smell and what you hear because that's just what we do we paint a picture in our head we're visual that's a visual means it's like we get this picture in our head uh, and I talk to a lot of people on the phone and I never see them in person or when I see them in person they look nothing like I think that they looked. Like that image that I built in my mind looks nothing like the actual person. I was fucking way wrong, right? Because you just have these uh, preset notions in your head of what someone who is something, who like, who quote is something, say like, say like a truck driver, for instance, or a mechanic, or a nurse, or a doctor, or a salesman, or a pilot. 
as I said those things, you automatically something, some type of image popped into your head. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So why is it that we allow our visual interpretation of someone to overpower their message? This is quite interesting. I've not done any like research on this. Just this is my own observation. Okay. This is my own opinion. I might be wrong as the fucking day is long. Okay. And if I am, then like I'm cool to admit that. But this is what I noticed with this specifically is that his message that he, this thing that he was talking about and the subject matter that he was talking about um, was very down to earth, very real. And I mean, I was like, dude, right on. And, but it was also maybe a little bit could have made people feel uncomfortable in their own shit. And I really think that those people or a lot of those people that were saying shit like that, but it's a pants, maybe we take you seriously were feeling some kind of way about the message he was delivering. It's kind of like a uh, deflection, right? Like when somebody accuses you of something and you kind of like steer around it, you don't directly address it, that's deflection. I thought that was kind of interesting. It just popped in my brain here a little bit ago. I'm like, oh. You fuckers feel some kind of way about what he just said. Hmm. And I passed judgment on them because of their response. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on who's asking. I thought that was quite interesting. And it just fucking punched me in the brain about five minutes ago. So I thought I just had to like talk about that for a hot minute. And I'm not going to be here tomorrow because we are leaving in the morning and I'm not going to podcast from the road because my sister will be like, you're fucking dumb. And I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Uh, I should do, we should podcast from the road. Her and I, we should like do a a podcast from the road. I don't know. I talked to her about that. She might be down. I don't know. I doubt it. Anyways. So, um, yeah, think about that. The next time you like look at somebody and you automatically have some sort of reaction. Or if somebody who is saying a message is making you feel some kind of way, you just dismiss them because of the way they look. That's a thing. I mean, I know it is. I've done it. I'm sure we've all done it. And I'm sure we've all done it without thinking about it. But that makes me want to go back and sit in that thing. What made me uncomfortable about that? Why did that make me have feel some kind of way about that? Like, what was it? What am I missing? What am I supposed to be getting from that? Because if it makes you feel some kind of way about something, I feel like that's questioning your, um, like, if I felt some kind of way about something somebody said to me, and it made me not feel so good, and I'm like, distraction, deflection is my response. I kind of feel like maybe that is probably true. Hmm. It's something to think about, at least. At least think about it. 
Even if, I mean, just evaluate that a little bit, our responses to something. Yeah, I, I just thought that was like, and God, people are such fucking assholes and will say literally anything. We talked about this a week or two ago in regards to social media about how everybody's a fucking Radio Rambo. And if you're not using that term Radio Rambo, <laughs> feel free. I didn't coin it. <laughs> I just know what it is. And it cracks me up because it's fucking true. Like, you're just a Radio Rambo. You just say that to somebody and they'd look at you like, what? What did you just say? Then you're going to have to explain it to them because they're not going to know. And then when they figure it out, they're going to be pissed and they're going to be like, fuck you. But, you know, I mean, it might be kind of fun. I mean, it might be kind of fun in a, in a uh, pouring gas on the fire kind of way. Sometimes, um, uh, yeah, sometimes it's just fun to do that. What do you do? You got to keep life interesting. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You're born, you live, you die. And the, and the living part where it's, where it's the interesting part is that dash. Everybody says live for the dash. Live for the fucking dash, man. I am behind on my water today. But I did get a massage this morning. I did make a trip to Waterloo. Picked up the new shitter. And took back the old door. But here's the tricky part. We need to replace the door that was too big. But I didn't have enough room in my car for the shitter and the door. So I had to choose. And the shitter had to be picked up by such and such a date, a.k.a. today. Or they were going to, like, shit can my order. Because I ordered it online, shipped to store, did all that stuff. And you have a deadline you got to pick the stuff up by. So I took the door back and opted to go get the shitter and bring it home instead of the door. So now we have to go back and get another door because it wouldn't fit in my car. <laughs> because it's not big enough. What do you do? Uh, choices. I'm sure we're going to have to make yet another trip for something or other six more times to the hardware store for this bathroom remodel that isn't done yet. It looks good, though. I mean... Um, there's a few things that need tidied up on it and it's just a matter of finishing it. There's not much left to be done, but neither one of us even want to walk in there. <laughs> it's so bad. Like neither one of us want to finish this to just like shut the door on it. That room doesn't even fucking exist in our house anymore. We're done. <laughs> and I know Eric is the same way. It's like, I don't even care. Oh goodness. It's like any home project that you start you know, just goes on and on and on and on. And if anybody's ever remodeled anything in their house, you know what, exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, it's endless. And then there's the whole thing of sweating copper and that's just a shit show. <laughs> and it leaks. <laughs> it leaks. <laughs> oh, you fix one leak. Oh, I found another one. <laughs> Oh, so there's there's another one that needs fixed. It's fine. It'll get done some point in time. I mean, nobody's, it's not like life or death. We have, there's another shower and there's two other toilets in the house that work fine. Yes, would it be nice to have our main bathroom back? Yes, it would be. Then we're not all trying to use one shower because we're used to having two. So, you know, first world problems, right? I mean, there's definitely bigger problems, which is why it's comical and I find it hilarious because it's like, it's just like that 
fucking mosquito that just keeps coming back and won't go away. It's annoying. That's it. It's not, it's not anything super serious. There are definitely worse problems to deal with than this. But I did rip my side of my hand open on the unfinished bore, um, doorway the other day. Sure shit did. That hurt right away. There was no delay. I also kicked my toe into a hammer that I had set on the floor. Dumbass. <clears throat> so I stubbed my toe and like tripped and then my calf cramped all at the same time because you know you like flex back or whatever when you kick something and it hurts and you your body tenses and then that cramp that has been bothering me in my right calf just like went and then I slid my hand down the door frame it's just a fucking mess and I'm bleeding <laughs> and my calf is cramped and I just wanted to just fall down on the carpet and disappear into it Olivia's like mom are you okay I'm like no my fucking leg hurts and my hand hurts oh my god she's just like staring at me like what did you do I said I kicked the hammer on accident and then my leg cramped and I ripped my hand open she's like you're bleeding do you need a band-aid no honey I'll be fine it's just a little cut it's fine I didn't like rip it open it's about the size of a paper cut but a little bit bigger because it was wood fucking burn though don't don't do that don't like cut the side of your hand on the end of a piece of car siding that's been sawed off because it kind of smarts a little bit oh yeah so I really don't have anything to podcast about today so this should be random as fuck we're already 17 almost 18 minutes in that's good though and I gotta tell you my office smells really good right now. You know why? Because I have two baggies of samples to go down to my buddies, Justin and Ashley, of um, some level one protein shake and uh, some post-workout stack. And it smells really good because I put some German chocolate in there. Oh my God, I love that. That's so good. Okay, so my favorite flavors are caramel latte in my coffee, red velvet cake, in a mug cake, and German chocolate cake. I cannot decide which one's the best one. I can't. So I have all three in my house. My one shelf looks like uh, a shelf here at the studio for <laughs> product that we have for sale. Uh, I have that much stuff at home that I use. Yes. Yes, I do. There's post-workout in there. There's three different flavors of level one. There's EAAs and there's also pre-workout along with some protein sticks and then a couple tubs of liquid IV. That's like my that's like my supplement cabinet. I don't have any place to put it inside a cabinet, so it's like in between the it's like there's a glass case or whatever that's got like glassware and a liquor cabinet and then underneath of it has like this little gap. That's where my supplements fit. They fit perfectly, so I guess it was made for it. It's fine. My house is a fucking disaster anyways because we're still not done with that bathroom and there's like tools all over the place and just general shit laying everywhere. It's a mess. I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with it. Last Sunday, I spent all day Sunday folding and putting away laundry and doing laundry. Like no shit. Eight hours of that. No lie. It was ridiculous because the mountain of laundry had almost reached the ceiling and it was, it had to go. And I needed to like go through some stuff and like 
get rid of some stuff. Wow. My kids are growing like fucking weeds and I can't keep pants long enough for Alex because every time I buy him new pants, he grows another two inches. So like, I don't even know. I thought about buying like a 36 inch inseam and then just taking them to mom and having her hem them and then just let them out as he grows. <laughs> that would be so rude. <laughs> okay, we're not that hard up. I'll buy you jeans, kid. Oh my God, but he keeps growing. Holy hell. Um, I don't know if we're going to make it through summer before he is looking me dead square in the eyeballs. We are about there. We are so close and we haven't gone toe to toe for a while to even look and see, but just him walking around the house, he's grown another inch. So he's going to be standing over top of me here real soon. But I'm telling you what, the first time that kid puts his fucking elbow up on my head, he's probably going to get punched in the ribs because that's rude and I ain't going to tolerate that shit. Brooke's kids uh, do it to my mom and I'm like, I would punch him in the ribs because like, don't put your arm on my head punk anyways uh, yeah like oof. Yeah. and Livy is like all excited soccer practice has begun and this girl was so lit up for soccer practice she was like counting the days almost counting the hours until soccer practice so we had our first soccer practice on Tuesday night and it was good, except when we went to scrimmage inside the gym. That didn't work out so well. These girls are strong, and they can kick the ball really hard. <laughs> so out of bounds, out of bounds, out of bounds, out of bounds, out of bounds every time. And I'm like, nope, this isn't working. Screw it. So we stretched out. We only had a couple minutes left, and then uh, that was it. And then, oh, yeah. So funny I talk about that because one of my soccer players or one of our soccer players forgot her coat, and her mom shot me a message, and she was like, hey, she left her coat, and so I'm like, okay, I'll grab it, and I was going to send it to school with Livia yesterday. Well, of course, we forgot because we were running late, and I'm like, whatever, and then I looked. I'm like, oh, shit, her coat's still here. Well, then yesterday afternoon, we got home, and I get this notification on my phone about an air tag. What the fuck is an air tag? So I asked Alex because, of course, he's almost 14. He's going to know what the hell it is. Oh, yeah, he knew right away. He's like, Mom. Somebody put an air tag on your car. I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? So he tells me an air tag. If you guys don't know what an air tag is, it's made by Apple. It's like this little circular device. It's a tracking device. It's GPS. It has is is magnetic, I guess, slightly magnetic or whatever. So you can like stick it on things or put it in things so you can find your shit. Great idea, right? Well, evidently it works so well. Uh, the GPS and point location works so well that criminals are putting them on vehicles to, uh, like, track vehicles, um, see where people live, uh, all kinds of crazy shit, like, stalk people. I mean, and you would, it's about the size of a quarter, if you don't know what it is, a little thicker than that. Um, and, like, like, what? So we were watching these videos on how to find it trying to find this fucking thing on my car we were looking underneath of it looked in the exhaust pipe on top of it under the hood off all over my car climbed all over it and evidently you can 
ping it or you can make it make a sound. So like Apple phones have this safety feature that they built in after they figured that realized people were doing this for nefarious reasons that it will alert you after you've been close to one of these air tags for, I don't know, 12, 24 hours or whatever that is unrecognized as a safety feature, right? So that's what this notification was. It was an unrecognized air tag that had been with me or near me for an extended amount of time that I didn't have listed on the like find my app because it wasn't mine. So I'm kind of starting to freak out a little bit. So I posted on Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like somebody help me out here. And like the comments, everybody's like, uh, find it, smash it, turn it off, deactivate it. You have to find it. The people are getting um, their cars stolen. People are being stalked. It's very dangerous. Some of these people are are happening. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, what the hell? So a couple of my friends called me and one of them, Mandy, she calls me. She's like, dude, who'd you piss off? I'm like, who didn't I piss off? And we both start kind of laughing about it. And she's like, for real, this is a thing. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of got that. And uh, so we looked all over that goddamn car and Eric was underneath of it. I was underneath of it looking all over, you know, in the door frames, you know, any place that it could get. I mean, it would take, it would be really hard to find because it's really small. So I'm like, fuck, okay, well, is it like in my bag or is it in my car? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I ran over to Laporte because Eric was going to go over to Laporte anyway. So I'm like, I'll run over to Laporte, take my car over to Laporte, see if it travels with me. That will figure out whether it's either in or on my car or it's in one of my bags because I carry a backpack and another tote in and out the office every day. So I drive to the port and the thing's following me. <laughs> Sounds kind of creepy if you say it like that. And then I got a message from my soccer girl's mom that said, hey, I bet that AirTag is in my daughter's coat. Is it in your car? Sure is in my car. She said, I'll bet you that's it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, dude, I was kind of starting to freak out a little bit. But like, that's some scary shit. I'm glad it happened though, because like now I know about it. I never knew that was a thing. I never knew such a thing existed. And I found it. it um, she had put it in her coat, like she said, and I found it. And I took a couple pictures of it, sent it to a buddy of mine who's a state trooper, because he had never seen one, what it looked like. He kind of had heard about it, but he had never seen what they looked like. So I sent him a couple pictures of it and um, dropped, made sure that the coat went with Olivia this morning to school so it would stop yelling at me because like the notifications are really fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> so nope, I don't have a stalker, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I learned what an air tag is. That's kind of creepy. People do crazy shit like that. There's a lot of weirdos in this world. And we hear about them a lot more now because we have social media and we talk to way more people than what we ever did before. Which is kind of neat, but kind of trippy all at the same time. I don't know. So I guess if you uh, happen to have an unknown AirTag notification, but it won't notify on an Android. It will update... The AirTag is really, it's quite cool technology, but quite fucking freaky at the same time because the AirTag will update its location by pinging basically off of other devices, other Apple devices. Well, I own one, 
two, three, four Apple devices that are currently powered on, that are powered on pretty much all the time. I have an iPad, my phone, Eric's phone, and Alex's uh, watch. And the old iPad finally died because there was five. The old iPad finally died. It was like, seriously, probably 10 years old. I had it before I had Livy. Yeah, so it was probably older than 10 years old. Anyways, I digress. So it pings location when it comes within a certain distance of an Apple product, another Apple product that has like its Bluetooth on. It will like update its location. So people can like track your ass pretty easily. They can see your movements. And um, because Apple products are all over the place, right? Mo you can't walk into a building and not have somebody that has an Apple product. You know, I mean, even it probably, probably two out of three people do. And uh, so that's how it does it. That's how it updates, which is cool if you're trying to find your shit. Like if, you know, um, another buddy of mine who had called me and he's like, no, this is legit. And he, uh, after uh, he kind of explained it to me and whatever. And uh, he said that there was a guy that had a, had put one in his Can-Am and the Can-Am got stolen. And I can't remember what state he was in. Um, but it was another state over or down, one or the other. And he called the cops and told them exactly where it was. And they got him. They got the dude that stole the K&M, which is kind of cool. So, I mean, that's like what it's designed for is to be able to find your stuff in case it gets like ripped off or you forget it someplace or whatever. But of course, you know, some somebody has got to take it and take a good thing and use it for bad shit. That's just, that's just life, right? That's just the world. It's just the world we live in. It, it's always been that way. Like there's always some, some people are just evil and that's just that they're fucking sick in the head, but whatever. Uh, so that, yeah, that was, it was kind of, kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie. Cause I'm like, Hmm, I probably do piss off a lot of people and that whole thing makes you kind of think for a second, like the accessibility to each other that we have is scary. Cause like you can track people now pretty easily. It's very easy. Those things are not expensive. They're like $29 a piece or you can buy a four pack for like 99 bucks or some stuff like that. So, I mean, if the ROI on that <laughs> for a criminal is probably pretty good. Probably pretty good. If they don't get caught, you know, they, then the return on your investment is probably not that great. But I mean, if you think about it, that's, that's kind of creepy, kind of creepy. So anyways, I suppose I'm like right at a half an hour and I'm going to stop verbally vomiting in your face or in your eardrums and get off of here. And, uh, yeah, hopefully race goes great this weekend. The weather here is supposed to be beautiful on Saturday. The weather in Indiana is supposed to be shit. <laughs> because, you know, they're a day behind us basically on weather. So the weather here that's shit on Friday is going to travel with us to Indiana on Saturday. So that'll be great. I would rather have it be cold run than hot. I don't deal the hot so well anymore. Um, heat exhaustion once or in your life will do that to you. So there's that. So I guess uh, have a fantastic fucking weekend. 
get your asses outside and enjoy some sunshine on Saturday when it gets here. And I will catch you guys next week. So keep the dirty side down. We'll catch you on the flip side. hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me? Shoot me an email at bringitonpc at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.